Me, 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 me. Okay, I feel good. That's good. I feel good. Warmed up. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark. And Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And we want to talk about the holidays a little bit because this is a month out of the year where uh, things that don't normally happen all start happening and in a condensed period of time. And so we break out of the routine a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we spend time with people that we don't normally hang out with, potentially. Mm-hmm. And maybe, just maybe, mm-hmm. there's a little more drama than there usually is in the other 11 months out of the year. Yeah, I mean, it's the holiday season, <laughs> the holiday, right? I mean, and there's there's lots of different changes, lots going on, full schedule. Part of that is family interactions, seeing family, traveling to see family, having people stay in your own home. I mean... That is part of this holiday season. Kids' selfishness being on (laughs) high alert. I need this. I need that. I need this. I want that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I claim that. This is mine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, just with the whole, like, gift giving amongst, you know, from from parents to kids, (laughs) from parents, you know, adults to nieces and nephews. Right. uh, To... You know, us to your siblings, to your family, to my oh siblings, my to my family. Yeah. There's a lot of gift giving. Yeah. I mean, there's even this year or every year, it seems like we got one side of the family who wants to like only give to the kids and not the adults. And then somebody else wants to give to the adults too. Well, let's just draw names or pick couples. And then the other side's like this year, you know, it's like, hey, let's let's do this random drawing on a website. And then not everyone signed up in time, which was, <laughs> that was one me. of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to say any names. But then it's like, who do you have? And then there's just all these follow-up texts. It's just, just to figure out even who I'm giving a gift to. Right. I haven't even bought the gift yet yeah. or looked for the deals. Right. <laughs> it's pre- you know what? It's pretty complex. It's complex, yeah. So, you know, and that's not, you haven't even mentioned the stockings. No. The, the, no. the stocking situation, that, that's a whole thing in and of itself. Yeah, we still do stockings as adults yeah, on one side obviously. of our family. Yeah, and then you can give some. I mean, I, there's just so many things to discuss and figure out uh, and, and, dra- and a little drama. And it's funny because, you know, these are like, we're talking about giving gifts. We're talking about right. having fun. We're talking about getting together with family. Yeah. Yet these are the very things that can lead to frustration. You right. you can be upset about, you know, the decision that was made for this or that thing right. or, you know, whatever. You yeah. can be personally upset or you can get your family upset at you or, you know, wh- whatever. There, there's just a lot of variables that are mm-hmm. introduced during mm-hmm. this 30 day period yes. that are just like worth considering right before we just approach the holiday season. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even mention like if you're flying and changing time zones, right? Yeah. And you have a kid waking you up at 430. Totally. We didn't mention if you're driving and you've loaded up the kids and we've arrived at midnight places and, you know, they're sleeping, but we're tired the next morning. I mean, there's so many even just uh, like you're talking about the details that make it a little bit harder to be patient, maybe, or to be kind to the people you interact with. So we want to talk about some of those interactions. Yeah, we've got five things mm-hmm. that you ought to think through this holiday season. Yeah. And the goal here is to enter the season with just a little bit more of a strategic plan than you might yeah. otherwise have entering the season because there are just all these variables. So yeah. let's get out in front of it. Let's let's think through these factors and come up with a bit of a plan. And the first one is as married couples, we really should discuss some of these dynamics with each other beforehand. Totally. And 
like <laughs> what I mean by that is plan to discuss them, have a have a focused, um, non-heated discussion yes. about this stuff. See, some people end up talking about all this stuff because they're upset about something. Right. That's not what we're saying. We're saying talk about it before you get to a level of like being frustrated about whatever decision that was made or whatever drama is there. Yeah, I mean, we some of our greatest, you know, conversations with how just figuring out how families are different. I mean, your family and my family are different. There's some similarities for sure, but even just discussing why certain things are a certain way or the traditions that are always going to come or you know, some of the personalities that we're going to encounter and how we might want to, you know, adjust or be aware of certain things. I mean, just even you and me discussing and then also beyond that talking about maybe some of the things I might struggle with being open with you and saying, hey, I know we're going to see my family or I know we're going to see your family. And I I know that this is a temptation. I remember last year that this happened. Hey, babe, like help me think through that before we even get there. Help mm-hmm. me to figure out how that we don't get into that same situation again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's probably helpful for you to have that conversation. It's helpful for me to have a conversation because – you know, you give insight into your family situation that I don't see and right. vice versa. And, you know, it just helps calibrate yes. us a little bit before we are there. Yeah. Get us on the same team, thinking kind of the same way. And even helping me understand, like, something that maybe I love that maybe frustrates you or vice versa. And I can kind of be even more gracious if it's something you're not used to in our family interactions. I'm like, oh, this is something that it's hard for him. Like going around the room and singing the five, <laughs> the, the 12 days of Christmas. And, I don't know. How could that be hard for anyone? I mean, a little, little heads up on that would have been nice. <laughs> hey, hey, we're all going to stand in a big circle and get assigned a day and we're going <laughs> to our day. Okay, that was it's awesome tradition we do. <laughs> and you just got to be, you know, five if, golden rings. If you, you got to embrace If you're the kind of person who breaks into song <laughs> at the beginning of a podcast, which is me and my family yeah, in general. Th- then you yeah, love that. That's true. Yeah, but that's true. A heads up could have been helpful that first year. <laughs> you know, but I here's what's funny is I wouldn't even think to say this is what we do cuz it's just what we do. And that's part of it now that we've been through a few of them, obviously. Yeah, that, that was it, before we're we had able a to look back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was before we came up with a plan for this kind of stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. So that's really number one is to talk to yeah. each other. And then the second one, I guess, is like it in, this, in that we're suggesting you ought to talk to God about this stuff. Yes. So you, you ought to pray before the holidays about the holidays and about these interactions and about your attitude and about mm-hmm. your witness and about your mindset, your example, all of that. So. Yes. Uh, you really ought to add this to your prayer list right? and be strategic about communicating with God about this stuff. Yeah. I mean, if I know we're going to be around certain family members who I don't think are saved or they've said they're not, I specifically pray about opportunities to share the gospel or to share about our church or to share about what God's doing in my life. That's one category. But I also often will just pray for you know, wisdom to navigate tricky conversations. And then I will also pray for certain people just before I see them. Um, that, so my heart is kind of inclined to think of them and love them and, and be prepared in that way because I've been praying but for them by name, these mm-hmm. various family members maybe you haven't seen in a while. And it helps you to be thoughtful. I mean, you are thinking about those people before you see right. them. But, you know, then when you see them, it's like, hey, I've been praying for you. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about you. How is this or that thing going? How are you doing? 
Yeah, and but, not to mention, we didn't even pray, we didn't even talk about, or maybe you mentioned it, but praying for maybe the temptations that I might face, uh, the temptations to sin when I'm in those contexts. Mm-hmm. Praying about that beforehand, if I know I, I get short-tempered with so-and-so, Uncle Joey, um, I don't have an Uncle Joey, so I can <laughs> say that. <laughs> but then I wonder, I could pray about, hey, I, when he pu- pushes my buttons, when he leads me down this path, help me, God, not to to join and get frustrated and get worked up. I mean, those prayers are going to be so helpful as well. Totally. And I think all of this helps to calibrate your uh, your posture and your perspective to do the third thing we're suggesting, mm-hmm. uh, which is to not let any cultural issues impede your Christian witness. So mm, yeah. th- there's just a, a lot of cultural hot buttons right now, whether it's political or right. health, you know, related. <laughs> what <laughs> Schooling. I don't know. Yeah. yeah yes, there's th- tons. There's a lot of factors right now and, and opinions are strong across right. the board and right. very polarized. So I guess the point here is don't let one of these cultural issues impede your witness as a Christian. Um you know, if you're going to frustrate someone uh, regarding the gospel or right. being a Christian, let it be the gospel message or the Christian witness itself yes. be the thing that frustrates people, um, not your personal opinion about uh, something right. or your attitude in talking about it. Right. And there, and yeah, there might be certain people who really love to debate in your family and they're, they might be like kind of rubbing their hands like, oh, I can't wait till this Christian gets here because I want to hear what she says about this. And I want to get them fired up. Yes. Their buttons. Yeah. Yes. And so we, we want to be aware that uh, we don't want to enter those debates and lose (laughs) in sin in the way we discuss some of these things. I probably better to just give a short answer and kind of move the subject somewhere else if possible. Yeah. I think we've said on a previous podcast, you don't want to win the debate, but lose your witness. Right. You know, it's like maybe you could win the debate uh, and in the process, just be uh, very ungodly right? and really lose your Christian witness and be a bad example. Yeah. Yeah. So... Don't get sucked into those debates. Yeah. Stay away. Yeah. And maybe you, if you're the spouse who's more tempted to, that's even one of the things you could discuss beforehand. Um, and so that your husband or your wife knows and is kind of helps you get out of that if you start to get down a road. I mean, maybe there's a little signal, a little hand on the leg, a little squeezy of the knee, you know? <laughs> eyes across <laughs> little, the room. Yeah, a yeah. little <laughs> wink winker or something <laughs> that lets you know, hey, you're you're tempted to go into this little thing. Don't Don't do it, you yeah. know? Yeah. We can support each other that way. You've given me the squeeze on the knee before. Yeah. For various You got to be things. careful, you know, what signals you send to me cuz if if you give me a wink wink, I might think you're talking about something else, you know? I okay, mean, no wink. <laughs> set, set up a code word, cranberry. Yeah. Cranberry sauce yep, or something. Yeah, we've done that. Okay, this fourth oh. thing is to see evangelistic opportunities and opportunities to talk about church right. and uh, just take the conversation there at some point if possible. Right. I mean, if they know that that's what you're about, if they know that you are a Christian, which hopefully they do, then it's uh, when you can, when they ask you what's going on in life, why not talk about your church and your the ministries you serve in and the Bible verses that your kids are learning at church or, I mean, any of the lessons that you're working through with on your own heart or what God's teaching you and how God has provided, I mean, 
mention God's name, mention your church. And if, if the opportunity leads, and sometimes it does, it can lead straight towards parts of the gospel or the entire gospel. And if, if you're led there, go there. Mm-hmm. And the thing with like family interactions is we're really, um, it's, we're, we're playing the long game. It's like, you're, we're going to see family every year. We're going to be around, um, people, uh, in our family for our lives, right. you know, for, for the most part. Yeah. And so, uh, we want to have kind of a consistent, faithful message. Right. Yeah. Totally. All right. The last one. This is big. Why did yeah. we? Why did we save this for last? Because it's big. You gotta go out with a bang, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have enough time to talk about it. No, everything. we got enough time. Okay. We got enough time. Okay. Okay. Uh, the the last thing is to keep your discipline habits with your kids. Yeah. If you've got kids and it's holiday season, it is yes. not time to set discipline aside. Ooh, and it's tempting. It's easier. Uh huh. For sure. Yeah. But but it's not wise. And I think I... And it's not good for your kids either. Right. Right. I, I know I've been with family and been tempted to be more um, lenient, more great. Maybe I would think I'm being more gracious to them right now. It's the holidays. We're not at our home. We're in somebody else's home. But you know what? When you lax on your your discipline, they see that. They can get away with more. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They just take it and run with it. It's like, oh, Oh, maybe she's not really going to follow through because we're at grandma's house or we're over here. So um, I might be able to get away with more in this context. And it's it's not good. I've seen at least personally, it's not good for me to feel like, oh, I can kind of relax myself, not deal with certain things. You know, we're, we want to be on a vacation too. We want to rest. Um, it, it, yeah, it comes back to bite me. So I've learned it the right. hard way. Yeah, it's it's never it's never good to take a right. pause in disciplining your kids, and you might be tempted to do that when you go on vacation, you know, mm-hmm. um, or as we're talking about here um, at the holidays with you know at family's house or when you're hosting or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, especially in long stretches of those encounters, like you just shouldn't take a break from yep. your faithful, consistent enforcing of um, behavior. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you do, the kids get lazy. They take advantage of it, as right. you're saying. Right. And it's just not good for them. Um, yeah, go ahead. And what can make it hard is, I mean, sometimes um, there's a family member, I've had this happen, who, who doesn't really want you to discipline your children. They see your child, you know, disobey. And I mean, I've even been told, well, you don't have to, you don't have to discipline them, do you? I mean, almost like trying to coax me out of being a good parent. And that's hard. That's a hard pressure. Um, And so you could even prepare for that. And that's why I think it's, it's helpful to have a place to take your child away from the situation to Mm -hmm. talk to them. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why we often, even this morning, I was at someone's house. Um, let's just go to the bathroom for a second. You know, let's get away from the situation around other eyes and let's talk or have a disciplined moment um, where not everyone's involved and watching and it's some huge drama, but it it's, needs to still happen. It needs to still occur. Yep, absolutely. And um, this time of year, our kids are tempted to be selfish, maybe more than any other time of the year. Right. And it's it, it can be all about them in getting what they're getting, mm-hmm. uh, getting the kind of gifts that they want and mm-hmm. getting a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and having toys to play with. Right. And this is now mine. There's a sense of like entitlement and ownership and selfishness. Yeah. So it's just rampant. 
Yeah. And if you if you lighten your discipline during this particularly selfish time in right. your kid's life, right. then uh, it's just a compounding negative effect. Yeah. Yeah. There was actually um, someone over, one of my family members over at my house recently, and her child was acting up and she even leaned over to me and said, you know, I don't know what to do. I would, I would normally discipline for this at my house, but you know, there's people watching, your kids are around somebody, you know, other, ever other family member. And I just said, you know, I think you're going to be happier if you just go, go deal with it, go discipline. And then afterwards talking to her about it, she was like, oh, I'm so glad I did that. I mean, he needed it. I, yeah. I, I, I second guessed it because I was out of my context of my home, but just even him seeing that, hey, there's still rules when mm-hmm. we're somewhere else was really good. That's right. Yeah, really good. <laughs> Not for him, you know, some rough, <laughs> rough times. <laughs> and even my kids being like, whoa, he he gets disciplined too, which yeah. is a good thing as well to see That's other right. parents raising their kids well and providing that discipline and training when needed. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think too in, in thinking about that encounter, Bethany, like for you – and me to discipline our kids at someone else's house in a family situation or whatever, I think it can be a good example mm-hmm. uh, to them. Just we're, we're being consistent. We're being faithful. We love our kids so much yes. that we're not yes. going to tolerate bad behavior and sinfulness in their lives. And we're going to, we're going to deal with it. Right. Right. For sure. Well, I hope these things are helpful and that there's some good discussions and prayer going on and getting prepped for the holiday season. Want me to well, sing again? I do. Yeah, <laughs> if you could close us in song, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. I mean, you get prepared with like in every way for Christmas, right? You get all the presents, you get yeah. all your decorations. Yeah. You do so much preparing right. in all these different categories. Why not add this one to it? Yeah, exactly. Love that. All right, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. See you. Yeah.